0: It was originally started in the US as a response to the election of Donald Trump. Um, Obviously, there was a lot of stuff that was said by him, a lot of his policies that were quite misogynistic, racist, hateful. So it it originally began as a reaction to that. Um, So the first march that was organised in Sydney was partially a solidarity event and partially just to say that, you know, Australia is not, without its own flaws politically and culturally, you know, we have issues with racism, sexism, these sorts of things as well. Um, but one thing that we've always wanted to be quite clear on is that Donald Trump is not the be all and end all of why we're here. I mean, he's, you know, he, he's a symptom of things, but he's not the, the only cause. So although that was the focus originally, it sort of moved beyond that and just to generally wanting to stand up against any sort of policies or people or, or cultural instances where we think that there's there's hatred, there's potential for violence, there's non-inclusiveness. Um, so we've been running for three years now, we just had our third event and it, it tends to be a bit bigger than just US politics now, it's it's more about Everything that's going on in the world, particularly obviously for us within Australia Um, We tend to let We know what we want to talk about every year But obviously what happens in the news also tends to shape What's going on this last year in particular? It has been a lot to do with violence against women, you know um, a lot of deaths that were avoidable Um, The reaction to that from the government as far as we're concerned hasn't been acceptable and also we think that there's a need for a cultural change around harassment and violence against women. So that's where we're at
1: now. Definitely. And it's interesting that you mention the media because obviously the Me Too movement has been happening now for a couple of years and it is quite prevalent in the media. But outside of the privileged first world kind of women um, issues there is a lot more suffering um you know in third world countries uh specifically for women i was wondering if you think that the media representation is kind of pulling away from those more material changes that need to happen because we're focusing too much on uh you know a smaller issue i i do think
0: that as far as media attention and the spotlight on these issues goes, it it is becoming a wider discussion, which is fantastic. Obviously, there is a lot of, you know, the media is driven by what happens locally. We understand that. Obviously, we're concerned by what happens locally as well. So the fact that there had been so many violent deaths in Australia was the big focus and we understand that it's been a huge part of our focus as well. Um, we, one of the main things that we want is for you know women everywhere to feel safe. We, we think that women have the right to be safe. They have the right to move out in their communities, you know, be free from intimidation, harassment, have respect. And that's not just for women in Sydney or women in Australia. That's that's a global thing. Um, we've seen through the, the increased media attention that. There are more questions now being asked about these sorts of things on a global scale, which is, it's fantastic because the only way that these issues are going to be resolved or attempted to be resolved, I mean, we're not saying we have all of the answers, but the only way that these sorts of issues are going to be addressed is by actually talking about them. There's no good in not discussing them, not handling them, and... We think that with the more media attention and the more that people are speaking to, you know, women who are representative of these communities, then there's a bigger chance to actually look at what's going on there, try to come up with some solutions. Um, at our the march event that we just had, one of our speakers, Jane Brock, is from the Immigrant Women Speak Out Association. So she spoke quite specifically to the additional barriers that. Migrant women and refugee women and women from different cultural backgrounds have when they're trying to access safety and justice and I mean that was specifically framed around, you know, migrants who've come to Australia, but The, the issue is what she was talking about does touch back to a wider thing that you know not all cultures are Going to deal with these issues in the same way some cultures are have completely different issues around representation for women, the, the the women's role in society. But it's not just a thing that we as a bunch of women in Sydney can sit back and go, oh, that's not our problem. Because like so many of us have said, and like so many people who attend our events say, it's not really equality unless it's equality for all women everywhere. So, As much as we can, we want to say, well, we're standing up for everybody.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, So I've noticed on your uh, website you're fighting for four main issues that you're hoping to address. So we've got health, economic security, representation and safety. So what are you hoping to achieve from these marches?
0: Yeah, so the the HERS framework that we've adopted is... um, Obviously, it it covers a lot, um, saying, you know, health, representation, thats those are sort of the big banner categories for a bunch of different things. Um, Unfortunately, there really are a a bunch of different issues that need to be addressed. Um, So, in particular, if I were to just address the first one, health, um, that's come about quite strongly in the last, say, 12 months with like i said again the issue of uh, family and domestic violence violence against women from the work that we've been doing with different organizations um like domestic violence new south wales and from just seeing what's been happening in australia worldwide um what what people are actually concerned about that has been the big one for the last say year or so and that really does come back to health because the the culture of violence against women that is prevalent in Australia it is a health crisis there's there's no reason why so many women should be losing their lives for no good reason and we think that it should be addressed much the same as any other health crisis would be i mean there needs to be legislative changes there needs to be additional funding there needs to be cultural changes it's um it does come back to being a health issue, whether people necessarily see it that way or not. But that's that's one of the ways that we think working under the broader HERS framework sort of lets us drill down on particular issues. You know, um, safety is another one, obviously. A lot of these recent deaths of women, they've just been, you know, out and about in the community, doing nothing wrong, trying to enjoy their lives and their lives have been taken and that's not, obviously that's wrong, that's not fair and that comes back to the fact that we think that every woman has the right to be safe in their homes, in their workplaces, out on the streets, you know, going out to comedy shows, getting home from places. Um, it's It's just all sort of ties back to this idea that what we believe is that there's too much of an acceptance that the values and roles and rights of women are lesser than those of men in our society and we want to try to change that which is no easy task but we think that by working under this HERS framework we can sort of address some of the broader issues talking about representation for women, uh, why for example, women's sport doesn't get the same media coverage as men's does. That's been a little bit of a topic for discussion in the media lately. Um, why, you know, there's, there's a big problem in Australian politics with under-representation of women in all of the political parties. I mean, it's how, how can you be legislating against issues that affect women when you don't have that representation of women speaking to their experiences? Definitely. Yeah, as as far as the HERS framework goes, it's something that we adopted early on to try to give us something of a structure to work from, but it's also quite broad in that it allows us to tackle any topic that comes up that we think is worth having a look at, which unfortunately is quite a lot.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, So, obviously, we need quite a cultural change to happen within Australia and around the world for sure, Uh, but Are you fighting for some legislative changes? Is that going to help in any way?
0: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, the the culture is a big part of what we're talking about because it, it really does seem like there's more of an acceptance of the fact that this is just a thing that happens and there's nothing that you can do about it. And that's just, you know, boys will be boys. And that to us is is unacceptable. We think it's time for a cultural change. We think from the support that we've seen from the people who turn out to our marches, men, women, families, children, there's obviously a lot of people who agree with that. But with that, you absolutely also need legislative changes. I mean, there's no good saying that we all want the change and then our elected representatives aren't legislating to help us out with that. So what we've done in particular this year is Women's March Sydney have partnered with Domestic Violence in New South Wales. Um, they formed a women's alliance with a number of different organisations and bodies. There's um, there's organisations that work specifically with, within, the, within the LGBTI community. There's Organizations that work specifically within the migrant community. There's organizations that work in the trans community. Uh, They've all come together and they've started an initiative called Safe New South Wales. And what they've actually done is they've spoken to the people who work in the field, you know, the the frontline workers, the people who are actually working cases, dealing with victims um, and They've spoken to them about exactly what it is they need as far as legislative changes, as far as additional funding, um, different policies, and they've come up with... It's a very comprehensive list of recommendations. There's 49 of them. They're not all around specific legislation, but a lot of them are to do with policies, um, funding needed for different organisations, and a lot of key legislative changes, things that will make it easier for victims to access services things that will make the process of reporting crimes easier for the victims, things that will make the process of getting additional support for victims easier. So we're really supportive of the initiative that they've come up with and the 49 recommendations. It's, um, it's very thorough, but it's also, it's very deeply rooted in the actual work that's being done in the space. So we're not experts in this area, We prefer to defer to the people who actually are doing that work day in, day out. They know better than anybody else what it is that they need. And these are the things that they're asking for. These are the things that they're saying to our elected elected representatives. This is what we need from you. This is how you can address these issues. So we think that's a really fantastic start.
1: Yeah, that's great. Now, obviously, we've just had the Australia Day Survival Day long weekend where people all around the country are fighting for the rights and equality of our Indigenous people. Do you think these marches are specifically important in Australia for our Australian Aboriginal people and women? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, the The march that we just had in late January um we had two indigenous speakers with us um, we had Auntie Norma, who we've worked with in the past, is always a fantastic representative for the local indigenous community she's um She spoke specifically to the issues of Violence against women and the roles of women in the Indigenous community. Um, she's obviously had a lot of experience in that area. She talked about how it is a culture where women are front and center, that, you know, Indigenous women are doing so much of the work to try to keep families together and fighting for more respect and that that's not being recognized or respected enough in Australian culture. It's, um, she's quite specifically said, if we don't fight for our sisters, if we don't fight for our mothers and our grandmothers who are constantly being abused and traumatized, it's, that trauma is going to live on unless it's stopped. And that was a really fantastic point that she made that this sort of, you know, generational trauma that gets talked about a lot within the Aboriginal community. The responsibility is very much with the Australian community as a wider community to step up and do something about that. Um, so that was that was a really important thing to have Auntie Norma there speaking to her experiences and talking about the ways that these wrongs that have been perpetrated against Indigenous communities are still relevant and are still things that need to be discussed today and then we also had uh, Ray Johnston who is an Indigenous woman as well speaking about her experiences as a woman in the media and you know talking about it from a representation point of view saying that it's difficult when you don't see any other women who look like you or who have the same background as you and the, the importance of just having those voices heard and having those faces out there, it really, we don't think it can be stated strongly enough that as much as we have this sort of platform to give these voices an option to speak, that's what we want to be there for because it's its not really... these Those sort of specific Indigenous issues, they're not our issues to speak to, but they are important to get out there and they're important to talk to everybody else about. So we've been really lucky to have some fantastic Indigenous leaders come to our events and speak specifically to their experiences. I think the the response to that has been really, really positive. And then for the next weekend after that to be the Invasion Day rallies and marches and to see such massive community support, that was really, really inspiring for us.
1: Yeah, Definitely. So Sydney is the first city in Australia to march in 2019. Do you think that we'll see other cities following suit later in the year? Like, obviously, we're over here in Perth. Um, Is there any kind of rallies coming up in our side of the country?
0: Yeah, well, one of the things when we were in the lead up to the march and we were promoting it, talking about it, the amount of, requests that we got from people saying oh is there going to be one in Melbourne for example, will there be one in Brisbane, will there be one in Perth was really pleasantly surprising because it it can be hard to see especially when you're sort of in the throes of organizing and stressed out and everything's happening. It can be really interesting to see what's going on around the rest of the country and there was one thing that we picked up on was that there was this desire from all around Australia for people to want to have events of their own, people wanting to bring the marches to their own cities and do something themselves. So we've been contacted by a bunch of women who said, I want to get something going in Perth was one example. Actually, we've been contacted by a woman who would like to set something up in Perth. Um, We've had a few people from Adelaide, Canberra did a march The same on the same weekend as we did, had a fantastic turnout. Um, Brisbane do do events, they didn't have a major march this year, but they do put on events. So, for us, it's been really exciting to see the movement grow and people say, Well, I want to get involved. And for us, I mean, we started as a very grassroots thing, it was just a group of people who wanted to do something. We're just volunteers, so we've always been very encouraging in saying if someone wants to do something by all means do something you know um, get in touch with us we'll help you out if you want if you have any questions if you want to sort of pick our brains on things but other than that it's it's not something that is sort of where the gatekeepers of it's it's open to anybody to do so we more than encourage people to do it. it Ultimately, to see these sorts of events happening all over the country would be just the most fantastic thing for us. So if you want to have a go, have a go.